Welcome to Leading and Learning. My name is David Spell, and this is the podcast where we talk about practical leadership, team building, theology, and how to create winning habits. I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. And don't forget to stick around until the end of the episode for this week's book recommendation. You know, we've moved into the Christmas season. I'm recording this on uh, December 4th. And it's no surprise that what should be a joyous, happy season is for so many people just the opposite. The title of today's show is Keys to Avoiding a Blue Christmas. You know, many people experience serious depression during the holiday season. And this includes Thanksgiving, if you live in America, Christmas, and even into New Year's. One study showed that almost half of of Americans experience depression during the Christmas holidays. Half! It's an incredible number. This depression is often triggered by many things. It could be the loss of a loved one, divorce, loneliness, family discord, financial problems, or even people feeling that they will not live up to the expectations of their family and friends. Psychologists even have a special name for the depression that shows up during this time of the year. It's a very appropriate name. Seasonal Affective Disorder, or SAD. Now, what does this seasonal affective disorder look like? For some people, there will be an emotional heaviness as the holidays approach. There might also be a feeling of weariness. You struggle to get out of bed in the morning. Sometimes you you, you feel these feelings of sadness because of the loss of a loved one, or you feel sadness because of bad memories that are associated with Christmas. Many people would acknowledge that then they feel guilt about feeling depressed. And this only compounds their seasonal affective disorder. In other words, people uh, enter into this depressed state and then they feel guilty because they feel depressed. So it's just one problem compounding another. Well, what can we do to combat the seasonal affective disorder? What are some practical things? What are some some ideas, some tips, some things that we can do to to break out of this and and some things that we can do to avoid having a blue Christmas? As we said, Christmas should be the most special time of the year. So what can we do to avoid a blue Christmas? First of all, look outward. I understand that there are times when people need professional help to treat their depression. I understand that. I can't help but wonder, though, how many other people might be healed or at least have their depression decrease if they could get their eyes off of their own situation for just a little while and begin to look out for other people. You know, depression is a very self-absorbing condition. What might happen if I could get my eyes off of myself, if I could get my eyes off of my problem and the things that trigger my depression, if I could get my eyes off of those for a little while 
and look for ways to bless and serve other people. You know, there's something healthy and therapeutic about helping those who are less fortunate than we are. You know, the good news is that there are so many opportunities to serve others, especially during the Christmas season. From the Salvation Army to the United States Marine Corps' Toys for Tots, there are so many opportunities to give money or time to help others. Uh, Many homeless shelters need special help this time of year. And and by going and serving those who, who really are less fortunate, those who really are having a tough time in life, by serving them and getting our eyes off of our own problems, so many people testify to, to seeing that depression lift off of them. Our church in the United States, C3 Church in Atlanta, for example, um, for many years participated in the Angel Tree Program. This organization reaches out to children who have a parent in prison. Angel Tree's goal is to let these children know that they are not forgotten and to give them a joyous Christmas. And for just a few dollars, we can put a smile on a child's face. You know, it's tough to stay depressed when you're helping others, when you're serving others, and you're seeing them smile, maybe for the first time in a long time. If you look, you can find a place to serve this season. So look outward. Number two, go to church. Go to church this Christmas season. You know, if if church is not a normal part of your life, if you're not a church person, if you're not involved in 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 a healthy and thriving Christian community, maybe this Christmas might be a good time to start. You know, what's awesome about going to church during the Christmas season is so many churches have incredible special Christmas presentations. They have Christmas programs, musicals, and other special services designed to help people celebrate the true meaning of Christmas. For someone who's struggling with the seasonal affective disorder, being around positive, loving, and affirming people is one of the best things that we can do. You know, there's something about going to church and singing Christmas songs and listening to children come and put on a special presentation and and, and, and sing the Christmas songs themselves and then hearing the, the Christmas story read. And, and it's just a special time. And when you're around these other positive and happy and loving people, uh, it just does so much to you. So the atmosphere that a person creates around their life is one of the main factors that affect their outlook on life. And by being in a positive atmosphere that, that most healthy churches provide, um, we can raise the, the, the positive atmosphere in our lives. So number one, look outward. Number two, go to church. Number three, another thing that we can do to, to, to help eliminate maybe the depression in our lives or to lift it off our lives this Christmas season Uh, Another practical thing we can do to help us fight the seasonal affective disorder. Plan who you are going to spend time with. You know, family is often one of the biggest triggers for Christmas depression. And if that's your case, decide ahead of time who you're going to visit and how much time you're going to spend with them. You know, it can be nice to visit relatives, 
but it can also be nice to leave. And sometimes it's even nicer not to visit them to begin with because you know there's certain relatives that if you visit them, it's only going to depress you. It's going to be a miserable time. And why do that just because you feel some sense of obligation? Planning out ahead of time how long you can stay at Aunt Gertrude's is a proactive way to eliminate stress. If you're married, talk to your spouse about this prior to the visits. Make sure that you also plan to visit some people who are not going to contribute to your depression. This type of planning will not be practical for everyone. Um, Different family situations, sometimes you just have to do it. But many people have found that limiting the time that they have to spend with crazy relatives and including a lot of time with non-crazy relatives or friends goes a long way to helping them overcome their seasonal affective disorder. And then number four, exercise. Listen, if exercise is not a part of your normal schedule, why not start now? I mean, it's going to be on your, 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 your list for 2016. It's going to be one of your New Year's resolutions or your goals for next year is to start going to the gym again or to get in shape or lose a few pounds. Everybody does. So why not start now? A regular exercise program has been shown to be one of the most effective tools in combating depression. When you exercise, you release positive endorphins into your system that that help fight depression. Um, In fact, when when, uh, people go to the psychiatrist, go to psychologists for, for treating depression, one of the first things that they do is try and get those people on an exercise program because a good exercise program is going to go so far in helping you in your battle against depression. Even if you just commit to taking a long walk a few days a week during December, I think that you'll notice a difference in the way that you feel. If you already have an exercise program, don't neglect it during the holidays. Listen, we all eat more. It's so easy to put on those pounds. And listen, let's enjoy the holidays. Let's enjoy all that great food. But let's also take time to get to the gym or get out and run or take that walk. Don't neglect your workout program during the holidays. Staying active during the Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's holidays will help you prevent that pack, packing on that extra weight. So number one, look outward. Look for ways to serve. Look for people that you can serve this Christmas season. Number two, go to church. It's great to be around positive, faith-filled, loving people. Number three, plan who you spend time with. Is Avoid as many of those crazy relatives this Christmas as you can. And number four, exercise. Well, now it's your turn. I'd love to hear from you. Can you think of any other ways to fight the holiday blues? If you have any other suggestions or tips, please go to davidspell.com and leave the comment in the comment section for today's post. I'd love to know what you're thinking. And while you're at davidspell.com, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter. I publish three blog posts a week, and by subscribing, they slide right into your inbox. You don't have to go looking for them. Also, by subscribing, you get my free subscribers-only monthly newsletter, packed full of uh, information about what Annie and I are doing in Brazil, leadership tips, and some bonus information that you won't get anywhere else. 
Well, now it's time for this week's book recommendation. Well, like I did last time, I want to help you in your Christmas shopping. I'll get back onto the, the, the schedule in a couple of weeks of, of, of recommending some great books that I've read over the years. But in this book recommendation, I want to help you with your Christmas shopping. Last time I recommended my police books, Street Cop and Street Cop 2 Reloaded. Those are going to be great Christmas presents. Um, there were links in last week's show notes. Check them out. But today, I want to mention my two Bible study books, that the, the, the first two that I wrote, Peter and Paul in Acts and Miracles in Mark. Both of these books are outstanding books to help you with your Bible study. And if you've got somebody in your life that loves to study the Bible, these two books will be huge hits for them. Peter and Paul in Acts is a handbook for the Acts of the Apostles. The Acts of the Apostles covers the first 30 years of the church. Um, if, if you've got people that, 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 that love to read the Bible and love church history, Peter and Paul in Acts is a great um, guideline, a handbook to go, that goes along with, with Acts. It details Peter and Paul's ministries. It shows the kinds of things that they did, the kind of ministries they were involved in, and, uh, and some practical things we can learn from that today. Miracles in Mark uh, was my second book, and uh, this book is a great Bible study guide. Uh, great for individual study, and even some churches have used it in their small groups. Um, just a, a really helpful guide. And what it does is it takes us through the entire book of Mark, but what it does is it focuses on the miracles that Jesus performed, and it draws some of the meaning out, some of the applications, and, and what we can learn from the miracles that Jesus performed in Mark. So check these two books out. Great Christmas presents, available on Amazon, easy to get. I'll put links in the show notes. And um, like I say, the, the, the more you can shop online, the better, the happier you'll be. And shopping online probably will also help reduce your seasonal affective disorder. Now, as we close, can I ask just a small favor? Would you take just a moment and go to iTunes and give Leading and Learning a review? Good reviews help push me up a little higher in the ratings so we can get our content to more awesome people just like you. Thank you so much. So until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to pursue your passion.